Just a quick note before the podcast. If you didn't listen to Friday's episode one, I recommend you go back and do it. Brandon Folsom joined us for an amazing preview for the girls' basketball season. And two, uh, we just a note that this was pre-recorded about a couple weeks ago uh, when we weren't sure when the season started. We were able to sit down and talk with Brandon Folsom of the Times Herald and have a great conversation with him. And it's going to be a fun hour show for you. But I just want to let you know that, yes, we are aware of what's going on. Um, we're working right now at getting a schedule out. Um, by this point, we probably have a game scheduled for tonight. Uh, we're figuring out who's going to be where, but we will have a broadcast schedule for you guys as soon as possible. We will have all the information as we get it out to you guys. It's just it's been a whirlwind trying to figure this all out. So I took up enough of your time. Here's the boys basketball preview featuring Brandon Folsom. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. We uh, did a girls basketball uh, preview uh, our last time around, so Brandon Folsom uh, from the Times-Herald is uh, back uh, this time around to talk a little boys basketball, and uh, we'll, we'll do it just like last time. We'll, we'll start in the Macomb Area Conference. We'll start with our Port Huron uh, schools, um, the MAC doing it, differently than the girls as we discussed uh, last time around the mac has gone to the three super divisions which i'm still trying to figure out names for them i know the blue oh, the blue on. and gold is just going to be called the glue division because you combine those two you can't combine silver and bronze why not what what, what is uh, that doesn't called? silver and bronze make like 10 or something i don't know i don't know <laughs> there's no these easy are the th- see this is what i have to deal with brendan Every podcast, every podcast, they've got to deal with this mind. Yeah, I'm so far in the weeds of just trying to get my feet under me before the season starts, and you're worried about nicknames of the division. Yes, I, I wish I had that type of real estate in my mind. To use. <laughs> <laughs> my mind's an like, enigma. <laughs> i got to go to two practices tonight. I'm worried about that. I can't, I can't even imagine coming up with names. The the glue. You're really yes. going to use it. And you know what I'm going to do? Every time you say that, I'm going to say, what are you talking about? And, and make you explain that it's the blue and the gold. So why don't you just say it's the blue and the gold? Because now we've explained it so people who are loyal listeners will know when I call it the glue division. It's the gold and the blue combined. I'm still going to say glue. What are you talking about? And then I'm going to ignore you. You won't ignore me. It's, it's, not, it's not in your nature and your makeup to ignore me. In fact, the more I needle you, the more you focus in on it. Okay, the one thing you do I cannot ignore was left across the street at the station and is now in Texas. So I don't – that's the one thing I really can't <laughs> ignore. So before you get too far into that, go to a break because if that comes up, I'll just get mad. Yeah, You are such a bitter person, uh, and people think you're nice. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All, All right, right, welcome back. We're done with that talk. Uh, now that oh, we're on yeah. the air. I'm, I wasn't even going to bring it up because it would just get you ranting and raving. And uh, we have things and, to and, get to. And, and Brendan doesn't need to know about that because he wasn't involved in any of right. you and Bobby McKillop's shenanigans. Anyway, to boys basketball, <laughs> where do you want to start, Dennis? Do you want to start uh, Well, let's start with end? PH because, uh, unfortunately, the biggest – boys basketball story in terms of the the mac and our the schools that we cover was that the big reds don't have dv price and how does that change the dynamic not only of that team but how we're going to follow that situation in the mac you want it, go- ch- it changes things it has to i mean i know we both kind of have Big-ish opinions on it. You want to go first? You want me to? Well, what's your opinion first? I mean, my opinion is I think before we knew this, I think Port Huron High was might have been my pick to win the silver and whatever the silver bronze is. Like that division, I think they would have been the favorite had there been any sort of odds on it. Now, I don't see them getting any higher than third or fourth. I just think losing those points and it, just the trickle-down effect it has – from DV leaving that those 20 points a night to now Ethan Balon, who thrived in his role as most nights the number two guy, he could get he could go off for 2025. 20, Not saying he doesn't have a, a great talent, but he was on the second or third best defender every night. Now he's the focal point of that scouting report. And unless someone steps up, which again, it happens every year from some unknown JV kid or younger sophomore that was up, kind of blossoms as a junior. I don't see Port here on high reaching what they could have had DV stayed. It's not going to be one kid because Marion expects the four seniors right back starters. He expects all of them to step up. That's uh, the wild card. There is they've got Marion, and I think Stewie's a good coach. I think you're going to see a lot of Connor Rosens. Saw this uh, season, which he was pretty good off the bench as a freshman last year, mm-hmm. playing defense, get a couple buckets here and there. I think he's going to have to be one of the focal points. And then um, Marion's really big on a Marius Jordan Brown. He didn't play much last year because yeah. he was hurt. He only played like two or three games, like just very limited minutes. And he'll probably be like the six-man glue guy. He'll probably be like the Niger Finney was last season. Basically. Well, it's almost like he's going to have to money ball the 20 points. He's not going to get it from one player. You're right. But you're going to have to see someone like Jace Mullins step up, get them 10 points on any given night. Someone like Shaka Brown or Niger Finney maybe run the floor, grab some rebounds and putbacks, give them six, eight points a night. Is it outrageous to think that Shaka could score 12 to 15 a game? No. So I think you can make up some points there. Right. It's just, again, you're no longer kind of the hidden option that teams aren't focusing on. They know who they have to stop. And teams, especially in their conference, have the weapons to do it. And when you're not focusing basically two of your better players on the floor at one time around their point guard, that's where you're going to have to be creative. And you're right. Marion Stewart is a very good coach, and I'm sure you're not. he's not going to try to fit the square peg in a round hole and run the same offense they did last year. You um, know that's not going to happen. And, and maybe you, you focus on playing defense and, and maybe getting some easy points off your defense. Well, that's what Marion told me the other night at practice. Uh, last year they were 
top five or top ten out of all 36 teams in the MAC in scoring. You know where they were in defense last year? Not there. <laughs> 31st Ooh, wow. out of 36 teams in well, defense. I, but, I mean, again. I it, didn't realize that. It's yeah. kind of a give and take. Like, yeah, you're, you rank low, but they ran the floor a lot. Their, their style of play lended itself to giving up more points. I think if the defense buys in, which Ethan Balin told me they're focused on defense, mm-hmm. and Marion told me they're focused on defense, first team to 45 points every night wins. Right. Probably in my opinion. I think if you hold Lincoln and Lakeview and Marine City and Clawson and all them to 35, 40 points, you can win with four guys getting eight points. You, you might have to win boring basketball games. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be low scoring almost every. It's night. not gonna. I mean, I know it's more fun, and Dennis, you love it more than me. I do the offensive powerhouse. You're not gonna have that 75 to 68 game against East Point like you did last year. Oh, I had I had so much fun. I know they lost and they ended up losing by a lot, but I did their game against uh, Gross Point uh, North or South South, South 16 South. three pointers. By 91 to 67 or whatever it was. Yeah. That's my kind of basketball. <laughs> yeah, you. but that's not what they're going to have to do. No, I and know. They're going to have to maybe slow the game down a little bit and pick their spots to run. They can't force it. And defensively, yeah, they have the athletes. And athlete just pure athleticism translates better to being an on-the-ball defender moving around than it does offensive skills. Yeah, Brandon, I think you're right. You hold a team. If they can hold teams under 45 points a night, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to have to do to be in the conversation for a league title. But maybe I'm just giving them bulletin board material right now. But I'm telling you, you lose 19 and a half points a night, the talking heads like me and Dennis are going to knock you down a peg until we see what replaces that. The crazy thing about all this is Jace is going to play big-time college football somewhere, mm. either low D1 or D2 or NAI. Niger is going to Grand Valley. Right. Shaka is going to Siena Heights, which Siena Heights is a nationally ranked program every year mm-hmm. at NAI level. They have the athletes. Right. Can you score baskets with them? Right, and I've said it countless times. There's a difference between an athlete on the basketball court and a basketball player that yeah. has those skills. and. Night or DV was a basketball player, yep. and I don't know if those athletes are necessarily pure basketball players. Not saying they don't have skills because they do. Obviously, they won what thirteen games last year, or ten, tw- ten, ten games. Ten. They were a very they are much nine improved. game improvement. Yeah, a huge improvement from the year before. So they are good at basketball. It's just a different level when you have guys that can just are pure shooters or pure ball handlers that maybe aren't necessarily on that team right now. Well, let's stay in the silver bronze, or as Brady will call it, the Splons. No, that's a dumb like name. That. Well, the, all your names are dumb names. Uh, can you hold Marysville to 45 points? <sighs> Marysville's got a lot coming back. They, I mean, their biggest loss is probably Ryan Basie from last year, and, it, and at times he didn't have to score a lot for them. Their biggest thing is – getting DeMarco Singleton back. And I know you yeah. saw him a lot during basketball season or football season, Brandon. He changed his body. He is a grown man now out there. He is going to be able to just move people and add another element to his game. Well, he was a heck of a basketball player before he right. got kicked off the team right. last year. 
Like, look what he did in the MAC tournament against Bishop Foley. Did you cover that game, Dennis? Yeah. That was an amazing performance right. by him. He's he's a gamer. That's he what is. he is. Like, well, what's his ceiling on the basketball court this year? 18 to 22 yeah. points a game. He's got to get a double-double. Right. And I think what he has the advantage of is he has a lot of role players, which last year when he wasn't on the team, they had to kind of be that a bigger role than I think they're – that, that they are fit for. Like, Evan Woodard is a very nice basketball player. On a district championship team, I don't know if he's the starting number one scoring threat. He is going to be great with him and DeMarco having a two-man game, and then you have Larry Smayfield to pass it off to. And a name, I know you mentioned someone like this in your girls' preview. Here's who I think for the boys' preview is going to be a guy that's going to step up and you're going to know his name. Cole Bowman, it was a sophomore last year, played just it was kind of like the seventh eighth guy but he has grown a lot he has kind of matured and confidence in his game if he can take that step forward Marys was going to have three four guys that can score a ball score a bucket at any point point. and Brady and I talk about this all the time he's not going to get any stats but any team that's got Lasher on it is a team we like yeah <laughs> yeah I mean he's the type of kid that will get you Eight rebounds and two points, but take three charges yeah, in a game. Three really he'll, good fouls when you Yeah, do he'll, he'll put his face into somebody's elbow if it helps the team. I think uh, you don't want to see a kid like DeMarco get booted off a team. And I know how devastating it was for Marysville. You guys got better because of it, though, because that forced kids to oh, step into positions that they – look how the difference Logan Wright had from the beginning of the year to the end of the year as far as a leader on the team and, mm-hmm. and a guy you had to rely on defensively. Oh, yeah, and full so, dis- full disclosure, I coached Marysville basketball last year. Obviously, I'm not doing it this year, so, yes, I know a little bit more about the Viking so basketball all team. all those kids had to play important roles last year be- just for the mere fact you guys lost two or three guys throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I think that's only going to help them this year. Right, and you talk about the role players, and I think depth is where it really helps. You have a guy like maybe a Kyle Nagan yeah. who – Probably will never average more than five, six points a night. But he has the ability. He is just a grinder. He is just a little guy, but he flies around the court. You will not see someone dive for a loose ball quicker than Kyle Nagan. And he can come in and he can shoot a three. And they just have a nice selection of role players off the bench. One guy, again, I was in the program, so I know Ashton Holberg is going to be a junior this year. He is probably 6'3", 6'4". He is like a freighter in the paint, and he can shoot the three. He's going to be another guy that not a lot of people know about him, but if he develops, he's going to be a very nice player. He just has to be able to move around and get back on defense. If they're not good this year, I don't even want to know how red Eric's face is going to be. Oh, good Lord. He's going to he's gonna have to tame himself in the quiet gym. I don't know if they're the favorite to win of the division, but – I think the it's a laundry list of talent. We just listed like Kyle last season. By the end of the last season, he probably got like what three or four points a game. But how he impacted the team is like a six mm-hmm. man and just an energy guy and a like you said a hustle guy. I saw that kid dive out of bounds for balls all the time. Right, and he's just a guy. Not I don't mean to be like mean about that, but like. He's not the first guy off the bus that people are circling and be like, watch out for Kyle. Oh, yeah. He's... But he gets in there, and they're like, whoa, we should have guarded this kid. Right. <laughs> well, and, again, 
you saw you always said when a pass was thrown to Larry Smayfield in football, it was probably for a touchdown. He's going to be, what, the third scoring option, maybe the fourth on this team, and he can put up a double-double on any night. We haven't even talked about Larry. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> and he can jump he'll, out of the gym. He'll, he'll be 10, 10 points, 10 rebounds every night, and they might not even like run any plays for him. No, he just gets the ball, and he is sneaky fast. Like You don't look at him and think he's a burner. He is probably one of the faster kids on that team. That's why I'm so mad Zach Meyer's not playing basketball this year. Like, even him on the bench was mm-hmm. just a guy. But he, you could – last year you put him in there and he held his own. He played defense. Yeah. He could make a free throw and you need one. Like, I I hope uh, – I haven't been to practice yet, so I don't know if he can't, ended up coming out. But I hope he does because, you know, he wants to play baseball in college and that's what But he's, he's already committed on, there and he's already got his I just don't want spot. him to miss out on this. This right. team is just like 1 through it, 12. They're not like – uh, Tyler Jameson good, right? but they are good players. All these kids are good players on the team. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's going to be uh, – they have the depth and the ability to have a different bench guy step up. I thought it was them in PH for the silver before we found out the DV news. Now I think Marysville's probably the favorite with Lakeview second. I know they're a pretty good team and have a lot coming mm-hmm. back. Um but, I mean, Dennis, you saw them a few times last year, and they played without DeMarco. They played Crosslex close in the districts. Yeah. Well. They beat St. Clair. Yeah. It beat them down one game after St. Clair won the MAC tournament. They, that was one of the most impressive performances I saw yeah. last winter. I, I've written about it like three or four different times. <laughs> oh, and guy I mentioned earlier, Cole Bowman, comes in that game for seven seconds in the first quarter, hits a three to put an exclamation point on that first Not only did they beat St. Clair, they shut them out in a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I would say St. Clair is our most talented boys basketball team in this area. I don't know if they're as talented as New Haven, but, man, they're they're a talented team, and they shut them out, and they kind of embarrassed them. Yeah, it was – so they – like you said – Last year, it probably hurt them short-term that DeMarco got kicked off. I think long-term, you're right. It's helped them grow a lot. I think if DeMarco was scoring 25 points a game last season, you don't see Kyle get in there for those no. extra minutes. You don't see you know Hayden bombing threes and coming off the bench and adding the hype, you know? Mm-hmm. So. The, the, the team that we might not spend a whole lot of time talking about here, the, the other silver-bronze team, is uh, Marine City. Dave Friend was was on the podcast uh, a little while back. He's going to handle the the coaching duties this year for Scott Hand because of uh, health things. And I said, well, have you got Mistretta? And he's like, nope, graduated. You got Petzal? Nope, graduated. You got Aubrey Comet? Nope, graduated. (laughs) You got Cammer? Nope, graduated. I said, who do you got? He said, we'll find out. No, they got Connor Allen. That that guy is really good. He had a great finish to the end of the season last year. And um, I went to practice yesterday. My favorite thing about Connor is he had this, like, Kevin Nash wrestling haircut down to his shoulders. <laughs> he's He's got a great, great haircut. I said, what did you – that's, you know, facial hair and stuff. There's always a thing when I talk to the Marine City kids, like, uh, um, what's the quarterback's name? Jeff uh, Heslop. You know, he got a perm for his mullet. Yeah, I know. That was, like, one of the first things I asked him about, and I asked the, I asked Darren Letson about it. So, obviously, I asked Connor, where's his yeah. hair? He's joined the Marines. He's taking his life a little bit more seriously now. And so, 
I think uh, Connor Allen's going to be top 15 player in our area, and no one knows about him because he was like six fiddle on last year's team, but right. he's really good. This guy's like 6'2". He can out-rebound. He can dunk. He's mm-hmm. a good shooter. Well, and Marine City, again, is always – they have that football mentality. They're always going to be scrappy. You don't get a lot of easy games against the Mariners. That, that's a football team. Like, I, I don't know who their best scoring option is outside of Connor. Connor's going to be mm-hmm. taken away. He's going to be double-teamed, probably boxing one every night. Like, Nolan Distelrath, maybe. He was a sophomore in varsity last year. He was, like, their towel-waving energy guy <laughs> who got everybody fired up. Like, he's going to have to be there. Mason Walker's back on the team, and he's the size of, like, a tank now. Which, again, yeah, like we said with PH, they have athletes. They have yeah. good football players and good athletes. But, I don't know who's scoring. But, yeah, where does the scoring come in? I talked to Dave, like, did it? Did you get the job with any instructions? Like, did they say just keep it on the road, not the ditch, or do they want you to follow a lesson plan? And he's like, yeah, they just said run whatever I need to. You know, so he's not taking anything from Scott Hand. Right. It's They're just rolling the ball out there, and they're going to try to figure out what works best for them and roll with it. So they're complete wild cards. Well, again, the season's so condensed and so quick – it's going to be baptism by fire for Frent and the Mariners basketball team. Uh, But the awesome thing is they play Marysville because they're in the same division now. And Port Huron. So finally, some games that matter. You know, I covered so many Marine City games last season, like Centerline. Oh, that historic rivalry? (laughs) It's just, we've talked about this before on this podcast, but it's just. It's nice to see kids who grew up playing against each other playing against each other again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll do blue gold after the the, the break uh, and uh, and talk uh, St. Clair and uh, Northern uh, when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, Brendan Folsom is with us. This is our boys' high school basketball uh, preview. Let's uh, go to say it. The glue? Uh, which is dumb because you say blue before the gold. What about the bold? The bold? The bold. See, that's, that's better. better. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah. You need a writer to come up with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. He didn't have. It. He finally found some real estate to call it the bold. Yeah. Uh, glue's <laughs> funnier, but I like bold better. Okay. Uh, Northern and Saint Clair play in the bold. Um, Northern, obviously, Tyler Jamison. We're going to talk about a lot. Um, yeah. But for me, uh, it, it revolves around the Huskies being a good team to a really good team. Guys like McNeil. Um, uh, Cass Dabrowski is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, those are the two guys that can elevate Northern from a good team to a really good team. Yeah, obviously, with the guys that they lost, though, I mean, even the Austin uh, Meisters off the bench, just those role guys, it's going to be hard to replace. But I do like guys like Cass. Like, he's going to be stepping up this year, like, it was around like the South Lake or the Warren Woods Tower game last year where something like clicked in his head where he's like, Well, I gotta be more aggressive. And he became a better rebounder and stronger, you know, he's like six three, six four. Like he needed to use that height to his advantage to be, you know, a great opposite of McNeil. So I totally expect him to be an aggressive like guy who's gonna score ten points a game and probably get five to eight rebounds and just be a nice compliment to Ryan McNeil on the opposite side of the the post and, and ryan mcneil 
should score 15 points and get 15 rebounds every game and could if he wants to. Uh, yeah, he should, but they do have a, a hard division. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I mean, I think East Point is going to be another really solid team there. Um, but, yeah, it's like you talk about Jameson. It's like, okay, yeah, he's going to average like 20 to 25 a night. Okay, we know Northern's getting that. It's like there's not that much to talk about with him because you just know what he's going to be. And we've said this before. Um, he's going to be like 100. He's not surprising anyone. Like last year, a freshman – Obviously was really good, had James DeLong with him to help him out. Now he's the guy. We all think he's going to be able to handle that workload and take whatever defender they throw at him, but it's going to be just a little different for him with everyone having the big red circle around him, knowing that he's probably the best player in the conference, let alone I mean, let alone on the team. So he's not surprising anyone. He's going to be the best player in the area because Hunter's not going to play in a lot of games in the second half. Right, because, yeah, well, at least stats-wise, he's going to put up yeah, broader numbers. Yeah, he's going to average 20 to 30 points a game. I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler gra- – I don't know how this season's going to impact him, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler graduates as a 2,000-point scorer. Jeez. That's, that's ridiculous. That's not me saying that. That's not his dad telling me that. That's Lance Campbell talking to me. That's right. Mike Becker at Armada talking to me. That's, you know. Uh, Which, uh, like, we were talking, I think, off the air about how we rarely see a 1,000-point scorer in yeah. boys' basketball. To think someone's going to go for 2,000 is ridiculous. Would not be surprised. Well, I, I off off the air during the, when the commercials were playing, I said, oh, you're an expansion high school team, and you've got the, the first pick. And before I even gave you guys the list, you're both Jameson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jameson's I mean, the guy I'm taking. I mean, okay, you have a sophomore in the area, and he's basically right now 1A with and 1B with Hunter Soper. And Hunter Soper's probably going to go play at Division II basketball if some of these coaches will wake up and notice him because it seems like he's – like for as good as he is, he's not getting the recognition. Um, but Rochester offered him, you guys. Jeez. Like – yeah, no offense to them, but Hunter Soper is bigger a division, than Spring Arbor. Is a division two. If but he not doesn't. Better. He doesn't play at Dakota. If he played at Dakota, we wouldn't be having this. Discussion. I don't know what the prejudice is against Croslex. Uh, where I'm from, Northern Michigan, we had a kid, uh, Boyne Falls, tiny little town on the way to Petoskey. It's mm-hmm. in. Be- it's in between, you know, the end of 131, the expressway, and Petoskey. Tiny town. I think his graduating class had like 16 or 18 kids. He got a scholarship to play at Northern and was one of Northern's best players the last four years. He played Class D basketball. Well, he, he averaged like 30 points a game. He's as identical skill set as Hunter Soper. Hunter plays in a tougher conference in a bigger division, plays on a better AAU team. He's probably a better post player than um, Marcus Matelski was, this guy I'm talking about. Not as good as a three-point shooter, but they're the same kid. Marcus could have played at multiple schools, and he had multiple opportunities. So there's no reason Hunter shouldn't be. Well, here's recruited. the here's the, the difference. Just the geography is. I know those UP schools don't like to go too far into the Lower Peninsula. Marcus could have played at Grand yeah. Valley, though. Right. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, and they have these offers, and I'll be honest. I think I've told the story before on the air where schools don't really know where the Blue Water area is. I was at a camp at Saginaw Valley, and their head football coach at the time told, asked me, where is St. Clair County? Yeah, like two counties over. Yeah. So it's, not, it's just that this is kind of the forgotten area. You talked about it with the Allstate 
football team. This, like, St. Clair and Sanilac County seem to be forgotten in the state of Michigan when it comes to high school athletics. Niger Finney wasn't on the Detroit Free Press's all-state team um, at cornerback, but a kid from Lance Cruz was. That kid from Lance Cruz was not better than Niger Finney. They were in the same division. Yeah. Right. How, how do you put the kid from Lance Cruz ahead of Niger Finney on the All-State team when they play in the same division? Right. So, you look – I mean, you look at there, this – There, it's probably a no criticism of any of the writers, but the writer probably knows the coach at Lance Cruz better than he knows anybody up here. It's this – I mean, you, I'm sure you've really seen it. They This area does not get the due it deserves. Detroit and- Denby had five kids on the All-State football team – Marine City didn't even let them get inside the red zone once, and not one Marine City kid was on the All-State team. That's the prejudice against the Blue Water area. I thought it was bad when I lived in northern Michigan trying to fight for my kids to get on the All-State team. It is ten times worse over here. I don't know if they think you're in Canada or what, but it is unreal just how these kids do not get any recognition over here. Poor here on football football teams have 15 college football players. After this junior class yeah, next year graduates. Yeah, didn't have an All-State player. Not one All-State kid. They got two kids going to Grand Valley. Yeah, you're telling – well, okay, Noah Kendall did, got hurt, so that's – I least, don't care. He's still one of the best right, players. Right, but you still – like, All-State, you know, stats come up a lot. But anyway, we're getting way sidetracked here. That's all right. Northern's going to be – It's fun when the blood starts boiling. Yeah. Northern's <laughs> going to be good. It just yeah. depends. Can the, their role players elevate them from good to great? That's going to be the the question. With yeah, the they got to find they got to find those role role players that they had last year. You know, like Austin Meister coming off the bench, making a three here against Woods Tower to help them win. You know, make a three against Frazier to help them get a comeback. You know, those type of games. They need those players. I don't know who they are right now. I'll find out tonight. I'm going to practice tonight. Okay, uh, St. Clair boys basketball has been a staple in the area for a long time, but uh, they have lost uh, a ton and. The, is it safe to, to call it a rebuild? I think they should be in the silver and bronze. I wish they could have been. It just, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they, they uh, didn't. They're going to play hard because Mike Bullard always has those guys playing hard. Like, he's but, an I mean, intense coach. But they lost, what, nine players from the team last they wa- year? They lost everybody but Matt Buslett, basically. Right. And now you're basically throwing, okay, the younger Zimmer is probably going to have to uh, play for them, the Ellis's. Might have to do something, but these are unknowns. Yeah, Eli Lore, and these are kids that okay. When we talk about the unknowns for Northern or PH, we're asking them to be the fifth starter or the second guy off the bench. For Saint Clair, these unknowns, we're asking them to be like their number two scorer, the guy that has to put up ten to fifteen a night. Yeah, I think they would have been a competitive team even with the unknowns that they have right now if they were in the silver and bronze, but. The gold is just so – there's so much parity. Like, you know, I think Northern's team last year was better than the team they have this year. They were in dogfights with Woods Tower and Frazier and South Lake like every night. Like I went to so many games last year. Just, well, and just Lakeshore gonna... is going to be really good. East Point, they were in the silver last year. They ran PH the one, when they played them down at their place. They had an overtime game up uh, at high. But East Point is probably one of the favorites to win that – Division. Yeah. Well, they graduated the, one of the best players in the entire MAC, though, and Davian Holloway, but right. still they're loaded. Those kids could jump out of the right. gym and dunk and, left and right. And again, you saw how good their football team was. Who, I, you I, don't even know who right. they have. Right. I'm sure they had a few kids uh, move to East Point. Move. <laughs> um, 
So St. Clair is going to have a gauntlet of a schedule. And again, like we said, Matt Buslup's really the only kid we know from last year. And I mean, you talk about uh, Jameson or Balon having to be the focal point of a scouting report. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take away the one returner you know they have, you're asking some kids to learn really quickly. I mean, I just I, last year they had Schweiger, they had Donaldson, they had Zimmer. Their their fourth option was Brady Gleason. Jared Lenarski. Jared Lenarski. Like, the, those are their fourth and fifth options. Right. That's the depth that, we talk about. That's the biggest thing with St. Clair is replacing Sean Donaldson. Like, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I love that kid to death. He was my favorite athlete any sport last well, year. Well, he's he's lasher with the ability to score. Yeah. He's just yeah, it's the most competitive driver of any kid I've ever seen in my life. He is, like, five foot eight, no business being on the court. And he outmuscles everybody for loose balls. He's making game-winning shots. He's a leader. Who is that on St. Clair? Because I know Matt Busloff's not the vocal leader that, you know, the Ryan Zimmers and, and the Sean Donaldsons are. And with but, a shortened kind of, I guess, training camp or preseason, that's even less time for these guys to figure it out. But if you got to bring a guy back, though, Matt Busloff is a great player. And like I said, they're going to be competitive even if they have the worst roster in the division. I don't know if they do, but if they did, just because – their coach is just so intense. These kids have no days off. Right. He's going to have them ready to play even if they get their butts kicked. Yeah, it's, it's, it might be a tough one. I mean, you saw with football, they they've kind of started to figure out their identity a little bit as the year went on. But it's you had an exodus of a senior class from St. Clair that you haven't seen in a long time with just that many seniors on every single team. I wouldn't say a long time. Well, five well, years, uh, well, nine be, years. You, usually you have a pretty, like yeah. a good mix. Like, I know what you're saying. Though. Like, they were yeah, deep. you talk about 2011 or 2012. That was like those, the players were staggered. 20, was it 18? You still had like a good mix of juniors and seniors. Last year, it felt like every single good player on their team was a senior. Yeah. Like with like Port here on high football, you're going, oh, they have Amari Holler, they have Gabe Mose, they have, um, oh, who's the they're, they're, uh, Stocks? Yeah, the Stocks. Mitchell. Ian Mitchell, yeah. Like you have guys that you're like, well, they were good contributors. St. Clair, it seemed like every player that was putting up points was a senior last year outside of Matt Buslow. Well, Eli Lore, too. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point you brought them up, Dennis. He was yeah, pretty so good off the bat. Eli Lore and Matt Buslow are the returners. Like in. Usually you have, what, four or five guys, even with a rebuilding team that are coming back. I've never heard of a team with, like, two. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if, if they're in your coverage, but uh, anything about Anchor Bay? I, I try to cover them when I can. The school just doesn't cooperate with me. Uh, I can't even get phone numbers for after coaches. Um, Anchor Bay... Because usually they're solid. Anchor Bay was okay last year. Like, I covered a few of their games. Like, I saw them play Yale, and Yale almost beat them. And where was Yale in the BWAC last season? Probably middle of the road. I mean, Allmont was probably better than them. Croslux, obviously. Right. So, I don't don't think Anchor Bay is going to – I'm telling you, like, teams like Frazier and Woods Tower and South Lake, and especially East Point, there's – Competitive basketball. There's going to be a lot of parity in that league. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the division winners – you know, are seven and three or whatever the games are going to be. Our yeah, eleven, I think. So eight and three. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you got like a three or even a tie. 
which how much more important it is, I know we have to go to a break, but you can't drop a game. You don't get another shot at a team. Where in a normal year, like if, let's say, Northern loses to East Point round one, you know you have another shot at them. Not anymore. You got one chance to play these guys. Round robin. Yeah. But the other, the other thing about that, though, is they might be knocking each other off. So you might lose to somebody, but they're going to lose to somebody else. And like you said, we might have a lot of leagues just end in ties where we got three, never three want, four teams you with never the same want record. Your destiny to be held in another team's hands. I know you don't, but it, it happens sometimes. Yeah, if I had to put money on it, the blue gold would be the one with the most parity. Uh, real quick before break, I just want to give a shout-out to New Haven. I think they're going to be good this year. Brent Wiles is probably the second-best player or third-best player in the area. Yeah. I think he's as good as Jameson. Really? I really do. No one knows about him because they're in New Haven, but that kid is really good. Yeah, and they're up in the red. Go, go follow him on Twitter and just watch his dunk highlights after every game. <laughs> yeah, and they're in the red-white, so have fun with that. Yeah. So that's my that's my red-white preview right there. Brent right, Wiles. There, there you go. We'll, we'll talk about the uh, the BWAC, and, and we'll also uh, mention Cardinal Money too, uh, in the uh, final segment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. 
located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast uh, with uh, Brandon Folson from the uh, Times-Herald uh, helping us out on our boys' basketball uh, preview and uh, – the BWAC, and the big story in the BWAC is who can keep up with Croslex. I don't think that's the story at all. Oh, do tell. I don't even know if Croslex wins the conference. Ooh, see, this is why now I that's, like this stuff. That is a spicy take there. Please do tell, or do you want to talk about Croslex first, and then do you want to talk about who I think our mate is deeper than them. Really? And I think if... If uh, Croslex doesn't come to play, they might split with Armada this year, and they might share the league title. Really? I, I think mean, Armada is legit. Well, I mean, we will talk more about the BWAC, but then you have a district with Armada, Croslex, and Marysville all in it. That's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. So, Cros- I mean, at least to most people, it seems like it's Croslex's to lose. I don't think so, and I, I bet you Lance would agree with me if he was sitting right next to me. I, I think he's not penciled in a title. There's no banner no. They're, they're printing right now for later this But I also this don't winter. think Lance would do that most years anyway. I think he's a very humble coach and realizes that there's talent around him. I bet you he's at the barbershop right now doing this, that, now that I'm saying that, so his kids hear it and his kids, yeah. you know get uh, excited about that you know i'm not doubting croslex i do think they're one of the best teams in the area but i just don't think it's runaway that they're going to get it they lost isaac espinova and um and uh uh jake Knoll. like say what you want those are two hard guys to replace right but hunter soper and tyler johnson are now seniors both of them are college level players both of them were all state last year and they are and, going to, and they have Townsend, yeah, who would would get talked about more if he didn't play on a team with two great players. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody says that uh, Trey Kalakovich is. I saw him really this summer. Good. He is really good. Yeah, so He's I mean, really good. You might have with, with him. You might now have three superstars plus Townsend. Yes, and like you said, Townsend on on most normal teams would probably be a number one or two guy. And Johnson would be a number one guy if he didn't play on a team with Soper. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Johnson's probably, what, a top five player in the area? Or at least in that. According that to my readers, he is. According to my readers, I think he's the fourth best player in our area. Yeah. So, 
I mean, again, we said sober Jameson 1A, 1B. You can have that debate till the cows come home, and we probably will because we have a lot of shows to build because, because this <laughs> damn basketball season keeps getting delayed. And then I think once you get to three, I think it's a toss-up. I think Johnson's in that conversation. Yeah, so my coaches poll, I pulled all, almost all the coaches in the area. They got mm. Jamison Soper, one and two, almost identical in votes. Right. Then Brent Wiles, Tyler Johnson, DeMarco. Okay. And then, again, if you – New Haven's always – they're, like, kind of in, kind of out there. But, yeah, so – a top five player. So you have two top five players on this team. A lot of people are thinking not just BWAC or district. They're talking regional and getting to the Breslin Center for the Pioneers this year. Yeah. I really liked them this year. They probably are better than they were last year, even though losing uh, Jake and Isaac is huge loss. When your senior captain is your sixth man. Yeah. That's how deep you are. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, Isaac would have started for PH last year, probably would have started for Northern, and he is the sixth man at Crosslex. Well, I also know they're very excited about some of the younger guys that we might not know about that are coming up, that they have <clears throat> talent at the JV level as well that will be contributors yeah. on this team. I'm, some guys are better, too, at a role than, like, being a starter. Yeah, well, that, I think – They just respond to it better. I think that's why Jake had such a great – uh, basket or football season this fall is because he wasn't the guy as a freshman or excuse me a sophomore last year at point guard he was just kind of pass the ball to the mm-hmm. guys who were going to score don't make mistakes type of deal and he kind of got used to the flow of this is varsity sports this is mm-hmm. what we do and he took that this summer and learned you know work work ethic he worked out he got in better shape and then you saw what he could do in football season i th- i think guys like that are going to have better years i I'm telling you, Croslex is going to be good, but don't sleep on Armada. They have a starting lineup that is just as talented as Croslex. Connor McKenzie is a kid who was he like six three, six four. He's mm. really good. He's a top ten player for sure. I think you guys need to just keep a close eye on the box score when those two play. What about Richmond? Yeah. They were the <clears throat> biggest competition last year. They took Croslex to overtime. Richmond was. The number two, the bridesmaid last year. Where are they this year? They graduated everybody. Right. Davion Henderson's gone. The Shoreman boys are gone. Schweiger's gone. Um, I'm blanking on the other kid's name. Anyways, Marcus Thompson is going to be their probably their best player, and he was a freshman or a sophomore last year. Um, and then it's a bunch of green guys. Like I've talked to Josh Presnell a few times this offseason, and it's – all going to be about getting those guys experience. I still think they're the third or fourth best team in the BWAC. But it's like a, I guess, the, the hot word, retooling. Not necessarily a rebuild, but a retooling of figuring out what the Blue Devils are. Yeah. So Marcus is on the same AAU team as uh, Trey Kolakovich was. Mm-hmm. And those two are like the same player, in my opinion. They're like the same height. They're the same speed. The same. Just you could tell they play together all the time. So I think Marcus is going to be the guy for the next two or three years for Richmond, where you say like, "Oh, Richmond's coming to town. Stop yeah. 55." Gotcha. Right. But the other guy they're excited about is this Quan Haskins, and I don't really know anything about him. But that's just to speak like that's how many guys that graduated. Like they got to find their next Davion Hendersons, their Schweigers, their Shorman twins. You know. Mm. But Josh is such a good coach that I fully expect them to be the third or fourth best team in the BWAC. I just think this is a retooling year for them. 
which is another reason why I think Armada is primed to upset everybody. Where where does Yale fit in the picture? They got a brand new coach. Uh, I was told last night one of their players didn't even come out this year. Um, so they have Matthew McClellan back, who's one probably top 20, 30 player in the area. Um, but they graduated Jacob Craig, who is like their best their best player. Um, they gra- they graduated a couple guys actually that made them competitive this year. I don't. I think they're just a middle of the road team rebuilding. They got a brand new coach. What about the like the outlying guys like Imlay City and Almont, um, <laughs> even North Branch. Like I, I look at the talent they have on the football field. Some of those kids have got to be playing basketball. Well, Almont graduated their best player last year, so I don't know what they're going to be. I actually like Imlay City. I think Don Gothier is a good coach. He always has good talent, but they. They graduated this, like, 6'4", 6'5", center, Hunter Madrino from last year. He wasn't the most coordinated guy, but you definitely had to guard. He's like Ryan McNeil. He was kind of like yeah. a – he was on Ryan McNeil's level. Um, but uh, Parker Lewis is probably the fourth or fifth best player in the BWAC, and he's going to be the best player on MLA City. This guy – He's uh, he's up there with Hunter Soper as far as can get to the hoop, can dunk, can shoot the three. He's going to be the best player on Emily City. So he's probably it's it's going to be I think it's going to be Soper, Johnson, Connor McKenzie at Armada, and Parker Lewis is the guys you're going to look at in the BWAC and be like, well, those those are the studs. So let's look at some of these districts because there's some tough ones. I mean, the one it's hosted at Yale. You have Almont, who's Going to be probably at least a decent team. Armada, who you're saying could upset the Pioneers. Croslex, MLA City, Marysville, and Yale. Did you see North Branch coming this fall? Did you expect that? No. I think that's Armada this year in basketball. Mike Becker sold me. I was on the phone with that guy for like two hours a couple weeks ago, and just him just telling me. They got Andrew Sneesack, Memphis's yes. best player to transfer yes. in. That's he's right. Hey, yeah, and he's going to be a sophomore. He's not even going to be on the varsity. Really? He's on the JV. That's how loaded they are at varsity. Because he was a guy that was putting up, what, 20 a night at Memphis. Yeah, he's on the same AAU team as Marcus and Trey. That says a lot. You might have me convinced now that yeah. I know that Snee. That Think Snee- about that. This guy, Andrew Sneesack, probably a top 15 basketball player in the area. and He's going to be on the JV probably. I wonder if he'll stay there the whole year or if they'll be forced to bring him up and just find time for him. I don't know. Um, like you guys saw how talented Armada was in football with the new coach. I mean, they upset Richmond. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of those kids can play basketball. A lot of them are like dual sport athletes. Not like they play two sports. Like they play two sports a season. Right. These are some. These are some studs. And their coach Mike Becker. I think he knows what he's doing. I bet you, if Lance was here, he would probably agree with me. Like I know Lance likes to sandbag a lot of people and say, "Ah, oh, well, we're gonna be okay." Yeah even though they're the best team in the area. I honestly, like, remember how I was pounding the table for Richmond football in round one of the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Same thing with our made of basketball. If you're going to do this, I w- need you to put it in writing and <laughs> pick the Tigers because last time you didn't trust your gut and I'm, it cost I'm not you. picking them to win the BWAC because they got to prove themselves first, but right. I had the same vibe from them. Be I'm, proactive, not reactive. He's just, he's just saying they're, the, they're a threat. I just think Lance Put him is, on your radar. I think Lance is excited about that, though. Like, you can't play Algonac every every right. night and expect well, your team yeah. to be ready for the playoffs. You well, need Armada. The playoffs, I mean, Armada, Croslex, Marysville. 
okay, if they all play 15 games, they're probably combining for over 30 wins if they are as good as we think they are. Yeah, that's a. will probably be there again. Yeah, that's, that's out of Yale. District. And then the other district, I mean – uh, I mean, St. Clair is going to be uh, – there's, there's no host listed yet, so we don't know where this is going to be. It's Algonac, Lutheran, North, Marine City, New Haven, Richmond, St. Clair. That seems like it's the Rockets to lose. Yeah, it's New Haven's. And then – New Haven actually lost a couple of kids, but I'm telling you, Brent Wiles is another name that you guys need to kind of jot down. I'm telling you, follow him on Twitter. He posts dunks from Huddle every night after every game. Oh, my God. <laughs> this kid is unreal. <laughs> so you would like Let, that, yeah. Dennis. That last team I want to talk about is Cardinal Mooney. They are going to have an awful record, and they're going to win their district because Mike McAndrews is a crazy man who schedules up. They're playing Roseville this year. Or is that game still on? <laughs> they're playing Croslex. They're playing Roseville. Yeah, as of the schedule he sent me like two nights ago, they're still playing. Um, Larry Dallas is a joy to watch. Uh, he's just he's such a talented post player, but he's going to be targeted with Nolan Julio now graduated. Nolan Julio is at Madonna right now with James DeLong from Northern. Um, and then the guy to watch at Cardinal Moody is uh, Kevin Everhart. Obviously, Everhart's probably a familiar name for you guys. The Everhart family's got a long list of talented people to come through that school, but Kevin Everhart was kind of like this pudgy. Sometimes he started, sometimes he came off the bench, just guard. He was just a guy. Mm-hmm. He lived, like, in the weight room all COVID pandemic. This dude is ripped. He was the quarterback of the football team this last season. He's just a stud. So I expect him um, to be one of the better players. But well, like you, you mentioned they played Roseville. Roseville's a Mac Red team. Roseville beat New Haven last yeah. year. Roseville beat East Point last year. You add, and then you look at other they're, – they're playing cross legs. Both those games on the road, I might add. When your easiest game is Cranbrook. Or Trine or, yeah, Bishop Foley. Yeah. I uh, I think uh, – You're talking about 1,000-point guys. The last ever hurt was a 1,000-point guy. Yeah. I think um, – and, and Mike would agree with me, uh, probably uh, second or third place is probably what they're shooting for. And, well, they're shooting for first place, obviously, in the Catholic League, but they play up a division. Yeah, They're and not then, playing Parkway Christian. They're playing all the Class C schools. And then they go their district, Chesterfield, Austin Catholic, Dryden, New Haven Merritt, Peck. You know who's at Austin Catholic? Who? Ron Gl- Glodich. Really? <laughs> He's like their AD assistant. That's what he retired and he's doing. All right, well. Yeah, uh, yeah but, but that's There's always I'm, a connection. Yeah, always is. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. So I think Gabriel Richard or Clarkson Everest is going to win that conference. Um, Cardinal Mooney lost twice to Gabriel Richard almost uh, three yeah, three times last season, actually. They lost to him in the uh, Catholic League tournament. So I think Clarkson Everest and uh, Gabriel Richard are going to be the roadblocks for Cardinal Mooney. So they're probably going to be a five- or six-win team. And they're going to get to a regional final, and all the games are going to be them winning by 45. Right, and here's the team that on their other side of their region, like the district they'd match up with in the regional semifinals. Flint Michigan School for the Deaf, Genesee, Genesee Christian, Flint International. So quarterfinal. 
I mean, at least a regional final, because then in a regional final, they would play like Novi Christian or Parkway Christian, Auburn They Hills. can beat Parkway Christian. Parkway Christian is their biggest rival. Right. Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. So they have, like, it's going to be a really tough game. But, yeah, you're looking Lakes at Lakes might be down. I know they were horrible in football this year for the first time in a 1,000 years. Which, also, we didn't mention this, the, the Port Huron school districts. It's high and northern with Dakota, Lons Cruz North, and Anchor Bay. Yeah. So it's can one of those teams knock off Dakota? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike is crazy. That schedule is unreal. Yeah, it's last year they played one school their size. I mean, who's yeah. got the who's got the tougher schedule, Mooney or PH girls? Relative to school size, Mooney, but PH girls has got all these teams capable of winning state titles on right. their, on their schedule. I'd agree with that. I, Mooney's going to be battle-tested, especially if some of these guys like Trent Rice step up this year and just have big years for them. They got guys. It's just basketball is not the main sport for a lot of these kids. There's mm-hmm. a lot of baseball players on this team. Which, that, yeah, are, is preseason ranked number two in Division yeah, Four. Yeah. Trent Rice is going to be one of the best baseball players probably to go through that school, and he's going to have to take Nolan Julio's spot in the backcourt. Which Nolan Julio is one of the better players come through Cardinal Mooney the last couple of years. Yeah. So okay, you, we're we're gonna have a really good basketball season. That's why we're so frustrated that it's taking forever to get here. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, how many different teams did we just list that we think are? How many teams in the area would you say would be? You wouldn't be surprised if they were playing for a regional title. New Haven, Cardinal Mooney, Marysville, Croslex. Armada, and then I mean, probably throw in Northern if it wasn't for Dakota being in their district. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that game didn't get played last year. That Dakota Northern District final, I don't think it would have been that close. But it's so you're saying, and three of those teams you listed are in one district. Yeah, imagine having to go through like Armada. Crosslex is gonna have to go through like Armada and Marys will probably back to back. Which uh, which gets more area quarterfinal teams, girls or boys? Boys, I think. What do you think? They'll get two? Uh, Cardinal Mooney for sure. And then whoever comes out of that. The BWAC plus that, Marysville that district. Yale district. Yeah, probably. And then I just the girls have too many rebuilds. Like even Northern girls are still kind of in a rebuild. Right, which is still going to be good for middle of the pack Mac Red. Let's just put it this way. I think probably two-thirds to half our teams are going to be 500 or worse. And I'm still going to be super confident going into the playoffs just because of the schedules they play. Well, yeah, because like you said, two teams that we're hoping will make a quarterfinal probably have a decent shot of having a losing record going into the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. again, we said it before, like Northern Hockey, there were years that they maybe won – one or two league games, and then we're playing in the state semifinals. I mean, we'd probably win the state title if they would have had a better goalie coach. <laughs> that's not, that's rough. How's Damn. Your dad, how's your dad I doing? like it. Wow, I, I was like not it. expecting that. How's your dad doing? I think about him all the time. He's, he's hanging dude. in there. He's enjoying retirement. He's ready to be done with teaching, especially having to go virtual and all that. So, Does he know what to do with himself now that he doesn't go to practice after oh, he, school? He said to me before, he's like, not that I didn't love the kids, but he's like, there's not one time I thought, I wish I was going to a cold ice rink right now. 
and sitting there because you know how cold it can get. And he's like, you leave and it's 530 and it's pitch black out. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I had my fun. Your dad's one of the nicest dudes. It makes me wonder what happened to you. It's, it's the Mullins gene. <laughs> Roger is that's, a top-notch guy. That's where the fire comes from. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much. Appreciate uh, you, you coming in and helping us out with uh, a preview of uh, boys' basketball season and helping us out uh, – before with the girls' basketball preview, because now it makes it sound like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> There's that scene in The Water Boy where Vicky Valencourt's looking at Lynn Swan like, I told you, see? <laughs> I'm going to be doing that when our maiden cross X play. We'll be looking yeah. at you guys like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll believe you now. Because, if our maiden uh, knocks I took off Cross North. <laughs> I I listened to you and took the Blue Devils, and I still I think I won the picks that week, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't Damn, enough. Emily City. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> I'm still mad at them. <laughs> and and you always forever will be. Yes. Anyways, uh, thanks a lot. And uh, Brady and I will uh, be back with, uh, with, with another podcast soon. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.